0: Hi everyone, I'm Bruce Smith and this is my podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast for people who feel things differently. I hope you're doing well. February is moving fast, you're probably feeling it too. Just so you know, the astrology these days is a bit frantic. So if that's something you've been sensing and you feel a bit overwhelmed, it's not you, it's the sky. This too shall pass. All right, so today I want to talk about the very important topic of rest. In this episode, I'm going to start by exploring why it's so hard for us to rest so that we can better learn in the second part of the episode to use the six pillars of rest. Rest is still something I'm learning how to navigate in my own life, but recently I learned a few things through experience and I wanted to share them with you. A couple weeks ago on a Friday, thanks to a dear friend of mine who suggested it, I escaped my very full house in Brussels where I currently live with four adult roommates and a three-year-old kid, not my own, and I went to Antwerp for the weekend. Antwerp is less than an hour away from Brussels by train, and train is very cheap in Belgium, which is nice. I'd been very, very sick for two weeks with some sort of nasty bronchitis that just wouldn't go away as fast as I'd previously experienced. I was on the tail end of it, but I was still a bit sick and I was completely drained. I was exhausted. And because I was exhausted, I was all kinds of frustrated because I wasn't doing. And for a lot of us, that is very uncomfortable. We've become human doings instead of human beings if we're not doing, how are we going to prove our worth? Is something that might be floating around our heads once in a while. I know it has floated around mine. So that could be a whole other episode and maybe it will be that question of how do we integrate once and for all, the idea that we are worthy of all the love and light and energy and fun that this world has to offer, regardless of what we are producing. There's this great book on the subject by Jenny O'Dell, titled How to Do Nothing, that I highly recommend. To be honest, I still don't know how to integrate that In my own life, when I'm not doing, working, putting out content, running around, meeting people, making connections, and so on. In the meantime, though, until I can figure that out, there are two things I want to remember to tell myself when I'm exhausted and frustrated. And when I'm shoulding all over myself, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. I suck, I'm not good enough, and so on. Yeah, I can be real nice to myself in those moments. So here are those two things. Number one, in this very moment, I am an unreliable narrator. Whatever is going to come out of my mind while I'm in this state of exhaustion doesn't serve me the level and quality of ideas I'm going to get while tired is about 0.1% of what I am capable of. So I want to keep from acting on those ideas. For example, if I try to pitch someone I want to work with from that very low energy level, the receiver is going to feel that inevitably and that won't move the needle in any direction. I recently read in a newsletter that there is so much emphasis these days on productivity that we forget we forgot how to take the time to be unwell. Right? We have to take the time to be unwell. Those moments are going to happen, whether we want them or not, so we might as well get out in front of them and learn how to treat ourselves properly. The second thing I want to remind myself to tell myself in those moments of exhaustion is my responsibility in this moment, my one job is to rest and to take the time to soothe my nervous system so that I can get out of this state as quickly as I, not someone else, as quickly as I can. If I don't dedicate myself fully to the act of resting, and I don't do it in a way that's right for me, and for example, I'm just taking a nap and hoping that'll do the trick, it's just not going to cut it it's actually going to take me a much longer time to recover from exhaustion. So, even if we give in to what capitalism tells us about our value, which I'll admit, I'm the first one to do sometimes, not taking the time to rest properly for the sake of productivity is actually just counterproductive. Rest is a part of productivity. Now, in terms of knowing how to rest, the amount, the quality, and the type of rest we need is absolutely individual. If we think just in terms of time, some people might just need 24 hours, other people might need a week, other people might need a month. And that all depends on different factors, such as your lived experience, your neurological wiring, the way your nervous system works, your current circumstances, etc. For example, neurodivergent people might need more rest than others. One of the ways I am neurodivergent is I have sensory processing sensitivity, or SPS, which means I am a highly sensitive person, or HSP, which means I easily get sensory overload, my nervous system just gets more affected than other people's on a daily basis, and therefore I need more rest than other people. It's not because I'm lazy. It's not because I'm not good enough or smart enough. It's because I am part of the 15 to 20% of the population who were born with this wiring. But whether or not you have information about your neurological wiring or profile or however you want to call it, whether you are neur- neurotypical or not, for example, no one can tell you how much rest you need. That is something you have to feel into and to protect at all costs for as long as necessary and doable, which is until you come back to a state of homeostasis. Uh, just to a state of energy that feels better. People, including yourself at times, will make all kinds of impossible demands of you while you are in a state of fatigue or exhaustion. It is your job to say no. And it is your job to not apologize for it. This last one was especially for women. Um, all right, so now on to the six pillars of rest that I identified. Just like exhaustion doesn't come only from physical activity, rest won't come only from sleeping. So in order to look into the pillars of rest, we first need to look into the different kinds of exhaustion. This will help you identify for yourself what your specific needs are in any given moment and to sort of curate the components of your rest regimen in a given situation. So exhaustion can come from one mental overload like decision fatigue or concentrating for overextended periods of time, maybe working on a thesis for weeks on end without changing environments, for, for example, or without taking a break. Number two, physical exhaustion, as in exercising much more than usual or not getting enough sleep. Number three, metabolic exhaustion, because of unhealthy eating habits. Number four, sensory exhaustion from too many stimuli of all sorts. Maybe you're an introvert and you went to a conference for work and in the evening you went to a concert and that same week you forgot to protect your energy. You said yes to going out with friends several nights in a row. Number five, what I call creative exhaustion. That's when you feel like you are at a loss for ideas on what step to take next, what to do next, or what to create. And number six, uh, emotional exhaustion, like having repeated difficult moments in relationships, at work, at home, or with friends, or a combination. We often have a combination of those six ways we can be exhausted. So depending on your situation, you're going to want to combine the corresponding pillars of rest. So here we go. Pillar number one, mentally, okay, so mentally, the only conscious mental activity that you need to have while you're resting is to shut down all of your shoulds as they pop up in your mind okay so and you can be playful with that anytime your mind tells you i should be doing this or i should be doing that you want to have a comeback for those thoughts like ah, you again nice try nope not gonna do that just yet and that's all the mental activity that you need to be taking okay other than that mentally in order to rest you need to indulge in daydreaming you need to be bored it doesn't feel good but it's necessary it doesn't feel good especially for those of us uh if you're listening to this podcast, I, I suspect you are one, two, who uh, like to think a lot. Okay, pillar number two, sleep, sleep, sleep. It is so major. You know it, I know it, we all know it. And when we are exhausted physically, um or from any kind of exhaustion. Actually, we want to sleep more than usual, like much more, like disrupt your routine, okay? I am not a specialist of insomnia, so I'm not going to be able to help you in that specific regard, but if that is something you're dealing with, please seek help. Pillar number three, nutrition when we are exhausted from anything, if we can muster the courage to give our digestive system a break from highly processed foods and instead buy a few more veg and fruit than usual and maybe add some ginger, garlic and turmeric here and there, our recovery from exhaustion will be that much quicker. For me... My state of fatigue a couple weeks ago was such that I was probably iron deprived, so even though I almost never eat red meat, I indulged in a good steak for two days, sorry vegans, and that made a difference. Your body will tell you what it really needs, so tune in and listen to it. Pillar number four, soothing the nervous system. You know it. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. For me, I would say that soothing my nervous system comes from focusing on sensation and focusing on one or two senses at a time. When I was at my Airbnb in Antwerp, the bed linen was this textured cotton gauze that because of my sensory sensitivity, felt amazing. So I relished laying in bed, focusing on that sensation on my skin, and just being enveloped in it. Another another thing that was soothing was there was a great couch in the living room, again with textured fabric, and the way my body was supported and nested in it as I was reading an amazing novel, was conducive to rest. It was conducive to relaxing my nervous system. At another moment that weekend, I just listened to music. But like, that's the only thing I did in that moment for like an hour. Maybe I sang along. Maybe I danced a little. Maybe I just listened. Thank God for music, honestly. I also took a bath with Epsom salts or magnesium salts. And that, I think, had the biggest rebooting impact on my nervous system. It's something that was recommended to me by two different energeticians in two different, on t- two different continents, and they weren't lying. If you don't have a bathtub, you can do a foot bath with Epsom salts in the evening. That's E-P-S-O-M salts. Um, you should be able to find Epsom salts pretty much everywhere at the drugstore or even at the supermarket. Pillar number five, nourishment. This can take many forms. For me, being in a completely different environment is nourishing okay so i'm talking about that kind of nourishment discovering something walking in the forest or walking along the river in antwerp going to a new cafe a new bookstore whatever is nourishing to you maybe it's taking the time to read maybe you haven't set aside time to do that lately maybe it's going to a photograph exhibit going to a museum, it's kind of like this idea that Julia Cameron talks about in The Artist's Way. This uh, idea of the artist's date, where you go somewhere by yourself to experience something new and joyful, it refills the creative well. So nourishment is a big, big part of rest. You can't just Sleep, for example, if you just sleep and you don't nourish yourself, your soul with things that just refill the well, that's not going to cut it. And pillar number six, emotional support. Talking to a friend, seeing a therapist, if you have one, spending time in person with someone you feel safe and comfortable with. Um... Seeing someone in in person and not just on the phone or online is very important. Um, it, It affects your hormones differently. It's just much better. And you just want to do it for the sake of it, just to be present with them. Also, petting a dog or a cat, listening to a podcast that makes you feel supported emotionally and not on high alert, I love the We Can Do Hard Things podcasts with Glennon Doyle, Abby Wombach, and Amanda Doyle. And when I need to ah, just give a candy to my brain, just a good laugh, a good rest, uh, I listen to the Handsome podcast with Tig Notaro, Mae Martin, and Fortune Feemster. Okay. Okay, so remember, and and I'm going to try to remember for myself as well. I told you in the first episode of this podcast, I told you it's for, this podcast is for a lot of people and it's also for myself to remember the things I need to remember. Um, So remember, resting doesn't feel good for a good while and that's Okay. You're going to feel like crap until your body and nervous system recover. It is a process of surrendering and tending to our needs one minute after the other, one day after the next, because we are alive, because we are loved, because we are worthy, because we are here how do you know when you've rested enough you know because when you have after a certain amount of time that is unique to you and that you can't decide in advance you will instinctively start creating again i have now regained my energy which for a while i started doubting was possible not kidding I am fully recovered from sickness and as a result, I was able to create and record this episode. I'm so glad you're here and now it found you. Um, One last tip, Martha Beck from the Gathering Room podcast did a wonderful episode on the subject called Rest for Success. It's an episode that found me when I was walking on the lovely streets of the city center in Antwerp. Of course, I don't believe in coincidences. It found me in the right moment and it helped me a lot. So I'll pop the link in the show notes for you. All right, my friends. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to a friend. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And if you'd like to receive a weekend recap um, of the episodes of the week right in your inbox, you can subscribe to my newsletter over at brunesmith.substack.com or click the link in the show notes. Substack is also where you can leave a comment under this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right. So thank you again. And until next time, let's do things differently.